coming up on this episode of Never Late African Time. If we had a magic wand here and you could create any role for yourself, what would that role be? Madam President. Yes. I'm not going to take away the fact that I'm a beautiful woman and I'm mm. not going to dumb myself down because you think it should mm. work. Ag- it will not work against me. Lead women can also be scientists. Yeah. 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 The story can be around, I'm a, rom- I'm a romantic interest, mm. but I'm also an engineer. I was rejected two weeks ago before I came here. For oh, a- really? Oh, for a role. I really, really wanted oh my that role. Gosh. But you know what? It was on a different network. So I'm glad I'm here. I'm on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to the Never Late African Time podcast. My name is Andy Magondwana, and alongside me, my host, Zuel Mbele. How are you doing over there? I yeah, am. yeah. <laughs> Listen, together we're going to uncover the richness of Africa's entertainment industry. And today's episode is quite a controversial one because we're going to break down the debate of what we're calling the typecast effects. Yeah. So we will discuss the types of roles that women in the film industry get and whether once they get these roles and they set in, are they less likely to? to be able to explore a wider variety of roles outside of that. That's right. Now, our guests today are three actresses from across the African continent, and we want to understand their experience in the entertainment industry regarding the flexibility afforded to them and the roles that they get. Now, first up, from Kenya, Uh we have got the award-winning actress, Catherine Kamau, also known as Kate (laughs) Actress. Yes, girl. (laughs) She is best known for playing the lead Selena in the smash hit Mother-in-Law. She has now gone on to produce and star in Suna Johnny, where she earned a Best Lead Actress in a TV series at the Kenya Film Commission Kalasha Awards. On Netflix, you can catch her on Disconnect as well as Brother Jeku. From Nigeria's Benue State, we have the lovely Sharon Oja. I mean, we first saw her in Skinny Girl in Transit, where she replayed Shalewa back in 2016, right? Yeah. Sharon has gone on to appear in a number of films and television shows, including King of Boys. Yeah. Come on. From Lagos with Love, still failing, Lara and the Beach and Who's the Boss? Now one of her best exciting roles is really in the film Olotore where she gives a moving performance of a girl going undercover to investigate human trafficking in the West Africa. And last but most definitely not least, from Johannesburg, South Africa, we have got Candice Mudisele, a rising star but hey, doesn't stop there. She is a dancer and actress, presenter, as well as an entrepreneur. Now she debuted on television as a host on South Africa's most popular youth show Yo TV She then showed up With her acting chops When she played Lerato On South Africa's Longest running telenovela And also appears On Jaiva As the sexy Slay queen Vuiiswa A certified (laughs) member Of the trolleys Slay queen (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ladies welcome I must say That they say It's a bad thing To be the thorn But in this company Ah! We're happy Absolutely We're picking up Your average Yeah Okay alright So ladies I mean if we had a magic wand here and you could create any role for yourself, what would that role be? I'll stop with you, Sharon. Madam President. So you went straight to the top? Mm -hmm. Hectic. (laughs) You want that stressful? Yes. I'm ready. Ma'am. Yeah. I like that. And you? Look, I... I'm so deeply in love with the world of directing that mm. I'd probably have a magic wand and create a director out of myself oh, opposed nice. to a character. So, yeah, uh, yeah taking that stance for so me. So you just like buzzing people around? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I'm the last born of my sisters, so it said Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> I would definitely be a musician. Really? I want, yes, I would want to train my voice wow. you know that's amazing yes exert myself learn how to dance for months get into character do all the ad-libs like what Kate was doing the other day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah I want to put like so much effort because I feel like music is another way of expressing yourself yeah. as an artist so I really want to tap into that that's amazing yeah I mean you got the looks as well to go all the way full glam into the role Purr. you know what I'm trying to sparkle. like sparkles are here as well <laughs> she's already dream girling here I like it I like it yeah. <laughs> Candice, let's chat a little bit about perseverance. Mm. You Ooh. got rejected for five years and that wow. can be demoralizing, really. Mm. Yeah. Why did you not just give up and think, ah, let me try something else? Look, I think sometimes we like to mask it and um, we we promote this idea that rejection is redirection. But yeah. my life mm. is a full manifestation of that. And I think every single part of my journey has been purely intentional. I went into the industry um, wanting to foreground 
hard work, mm. diligence, and an exceptional excellence to the craft. Mm. And that's why for that reason, because I knew I was called for something bigger than just the glitz and the glam of entertainment, but really about creating diligence within the craft, yeah. I knew that everything that it came with was worth the journey. Sure. And oh, it's yeah. all these stories and it's all these narratives and it's, mm. it's the fullness of the experience that has mm. unearthed the potential that I am today and the potential that I continuously bring. If yeah. you think of how a diamond is created, it's yeah. under immense pressure. and tremendous Come pressure. Mm. And without the process and undergoing trusting process and just holding on to my faith, I think, mm. if anything, my greatest tool and instrument as a storyteller is my faith. Sure. And then the heart that is attached to that faith and immersing and submitting myself to the and the faith and the passion and the love mm. and that entire cocktail brings me to moments like these Come and on. I can certainly say it's always been worth it and you come from a family of entertainers your sisters are in the industry yeah. why did they allow you to struggle did that not help you uh, <laughs> no look remember like I said um, foregrounding the work yeah. has always been the most important mm. so I never wanted to look back on my journey as a storyteller mm. and feel as though there wasn't a sense of credibility. Mm. Um, mm. And I never was the kind of person to take handouts or um, really leverage off of my sister's journeys. And mm. they've done an exceptional job in cementing themselves in their respective spaces, both Buntle and Refile. Mm. And for me, because again, at the tender age of 10, I was already in love with storytelling. So they've really held my hand throughout their journey. And it's been less about ushering me into a space and making it easy for mm. me, but also allowing me to make my mistakes fall forward, fail forward, mm. and learn from mm. each experience. Yeah. That's insane. That. You know what I love about you, Kate, is that you're quite daring in your career. Um, I mean, from the first time you got your, your role in Mother-in-Law, yeah. you quit university, you were like, done, goal achieved, <laughs> we're done here. First of all, how much was that check, girl, because to quit university? It was so little. Really? Yeah, looking and back. Still quit. But guess what? I was like the first person to get such mouth of money as an extra because mm. it was such a tiny, 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 tiny role. Wait, you quit as an extra? No, no. I quit school after getting the role. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long as you could be an extra, I was like, man, No, no. But it was definitely the role that paved the way yeah. to the Selena because I started as an extra and then mm. I became the lead. That's a few wow. months in. Yeah. Started from the bottom. No, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, now, Sharon, I'm going to put you on the spot just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, where we're hearing things, there's a little birdie that has said that there's a scene where your Ooh. character was supposed to sleep. <laughs> and our girl over here actually fell asleep. You fell asleep and you were snoring. <laughs> Honey, I was tired. <laughs> you know how you've been filming all day? Yeah. yeah. And they're just like, oh, yeah, this scene, you're supposed to sleep. Boy, I went in. <laughs> <laughs> Director was like, cut, and I was snoring. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I was like, ooh. They had to tap me like, Sharon, they've caught, like, oh, oh. I was, you know, I'm acting. I was in character. <laughs> but obviously, I was not in character. <laughs> I was just tired. That is funny. Yeah. You were like, I was method acting. Yeah, I was method acting. <laughs> I went I was in. through the role. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love that. Candace, I mean, with Jaiva, you got to play your your first adult role, right? Sure was that did. freeing or was it a risky move for you? Did you feel like, what oh, am I doing? It was so intentional. Look, mm. if anyone's followed my career, they know that I've been infamously known to play youthful characters. Yeah. Mm. And the reason is because I didn't want to be sexualized prematurely. I'm aware of what I look like, mm. but I also know that I'm exceptional at what I do. Got so you. I wanted, again, like I mentioned, foregrounding the skill set mm -hmm. was also important for me. So once I finally stepped into Jaiva, mm. I was able to go, girl, you can be a bad bad. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Because you know what? I have a plethora of work that can mm. speak for the skill Got you. and it's not about okay here's a pretty girl stepping into a role as a pretty woman yeah, and not yeah. offering anything else thereafter Got you. and J Jaiva allowed me to do that I and to play that. around with Wiso which was such an amazing experience mm. especially on a global platform like Netflix definitely yeah mm. sheesh yeah now Massive Kate one. you were on Mother-in-Law for eight seasons yes eight seasons yes. and then you decided okay this is it I'm calling it a day yeah. you know trying to explore something different was it difficult to get different roles and you know to step out of that shadow After it was the hardest experience in my life because Sheesh. in my country if you're in one show it's hard for you to get other shows you mm. don't get roles mm. in other shows they feel like it's competing wow. so when I left the show I left at the top Mm. Right, and mm. I thought, you know, I'm Selena. Um, you know, I'm gonna yeah. be involved. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. producers will be calling, yeah. right? Yeah. Directors, you know, they need me. No one called. Huh. 
I was jobless for two years. Oh my Whoa. goodness. That's when I had that moment. I decided, you know what? If, if they don't give me roles, I'm going to create one for myself. So mm-hmm. I created the show, oh. Sooner Journey. And Jeez. I played me. Yes. I wasn't playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will create the show and I'm playing lead in this show. Yeah. It's my show. <laughs> yeah. Do you still find that people call you Selena till this day? They do. My, my son calls me Selena sometimes. Oh. No, It's a Kenyan thing. Once you play a role very well, I believe yeah. I did, it sticks. I mm. get endorsements and they want to use Selena. Gotcha. Yeah, I've tried to fight it, but I'm like, as long as I make my, my, my money, I'm good. Mm. I'm good. If he brings me money, I'm good. They can okay. call me Selena for Yeah. 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 You know what, Sharon? I mean, you were in Olotore as well as Glamour Girls. And when we look at the roles in those particular uh, shows, it was quite evident that, you know, that they're very different from your typical roles that you've played before. Was yeah. that a very conscious effort on your part to not be typecast and to show that you've got that range? Girl, no matter how conscious you are about being typecast, the industry is what it is. No. So like Kate said, you have to almost struggle to break out of your stereotype, right? Mm. And Olotere was like my breaking, like that was me breaking out of my stereotype, I believe. And I'd say it was really hard because... Just like she said, you you know, I know what I look like. Mm. I know when I walk into a room, I know the energy that I would bring. Mm. But how many people see beyond that? How many people see the passion? Mm-hmm. Because acting is you putting yourself in another person's shoes, right? Mm. So, and that's what you are as an actor. You're willing to tell other people's stories with your full, like my, my, in my country, say with your full chest, mm, yeah. which means with everything you have. Mm, so mm. obviously, Olotiri and Glamour Girls were very different roles. I would consider them me still breaking out, which mm. is what I'm still, con- I think I'm still doing. Nice. Um, it was, they were both hard. They both took a lot from me because in Olotiri, I had to play a journalist, right? Mm. Who was, who was going undercover. Now in Glamour Girls, I was, a gutter snipe mm. who was genuinely trying to struggle to make it to the top. You. And you know, when you're you're me and in real life, you're just happy, you're happy-go-lucky. And then you have to put yourself in the shoes of someone who's not eating. Mm. Then you realize that you're in a bubble. Mm. Yeah. And that's mm. what acting does. It brings you back to reality. Yeah. Mm. You When you play certain roles, you realize that, oh my God, my life is very you're you're so privileged Mm. so you see things from a very different lens when you play roles that's why I'm so happy that I'm an actor I Mm. get to live other people's lives and yet be very understanding so those two roles as Mm. painful and dramatic as they both were for me they helped me as a person and as an actor Mm. because my mindset has a bit of a shift Mm. you know when I see people I understand them differently Yeah, Yeah. because you know when people say things they're saying things from their perspective from their experience when you're able to live that as an actor you understand people more so when someone says something you know this person is projecting yeah yeah yeah, it's not yeah. about you. Yeah. You know, this person yeah. is projecting. Yeah. So yeah. that's what an, being an actor has made me become sure. very understanding. I know when you say stuff, it's not me, don't worry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've lived it, but as someone else. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not me, it's you. It's you. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the tea's only just warming up. We have so much more in store for you with our lovely trio here, okay? But first off, here's a look at Sharon as the brave Olotore. <laughs> Nothing happen where you just sit down like this, eh? Any problem? No. Are they okay? Ah! Now who do you like this? Nachuks. Why you go they do like this now? Let me vex up. Blessing, why you still there with this guy? Blessing, you don't need him anymore. You don't need that. Make you just leave this guy. Eh? Why not just do like other girls? Join all this app them like lover Zoom. He could kill me now. We played the way they here before. And now only me remain. So I know say he could kill me if I try to come up. Who sent me? 
Now, Sharon, I mean, we just spoke now at length about people will say whatever they want. They, they have got no filter whatsoever. And when Oloture launched, there were a lot Ooh. of people that were saying, you know, why is it Sharon? <laughs> there should be someone else yeah. that is cast over here. <laughs> Considering, you know, the amount of effort that goes into your role, you don't just mm. show up on set and yeah. there you are. There's so much prep that goes into it, so much passion and the love. How do those comments make you feel? So because there's something that I read, that Oloture, filming Oloture taught me. Mm. Passion pushes you it's like you're a moving train you don't even know that you're moving that fast mm -hmm. and I knew that they would come for me sure because that's what happens when you're being stereotyped mm -hmm. but you have to prepare yourself to break that's why it's called a break mm -hmm. something will crack right so obviously I already knew that I was going to be on the other end of the stick just standing strong mm -hmm. I know the effort I put into that character mm -hmm. I lost about 3 kg um, <laughs> I was I got 3 shades darker because of the sun I had a sprained ankle for a full year and a half. Mm. Mm. So with all this effort, and then because I had to do a lot of research for that role, yeah. like I said, going in, dig digging deep and saying that this is real life. People mm. are being trafficked. Mm. There was a mind shift. So I realized that this was for a greater cause. Yeah. Yeah. Above me just being an actor, I was passing on a message, mm. right? Yeah. There's a reality. This is someone's reality. Someone is being sold somewhere mm. for the hope of a better life. Mm. So that in itself, knowing that I was the tool used to create this awareness, mm. I received some backlash sure. as much as I received a lot of praises but like my mom would say to me don't stay in your moment of victory and look for who's not clapping for you yeah. oh, that's, that's how she says yeah. it you look for you stay where they are clapping come on yeah. and that's what I did yeah. I stood where they were clapping Jeez. period sure. that's, that's powerful yeah mm, very. I need to take that in Purr. Yeah. Purr. Listen. Yeah. you know what in, in Olotoro being that it is in you know the world of sex work yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of preparation that is required for that yes. because there's hella intimate scenes yes how do you prepare for that so, I had to remove Sharon, who's mm. the prude. Mm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and say, Sharon, this is not you. Mm. This is Olotori. Yeah. And she, she, that character would do anything mm. to reveal what was going on in the underworld, right? So, I had to tell myself, do you know what? For it to be real, you have to look uncomfortable. Mm. And that's what happens when these girls are getting raped when they're taking advantage of someone. Mm. So as I think the fact that it was such an evasive process worked for me. Mm. And there was a scene where Olotri got raped, right? Yes. The director didn't want me to cry Jeez. because it was one of those scenes where you're in so much pain, tears are the last thing on your mind. Sure. It's survival. Mm. Because it's beyond... So that scene, wow. if you look at it, I was fighting back tears because... Mm. Director says, do not cry. So there's a lot of things going on. Because naturally, Sharon, me, I'm a very emotional person. Mm. So for me, it was like, okay, hold, this is not Sharon. Hold back mm -hmm. and be strong. Mm. Because right now, this girl is getting raped. Mm. So like I said, it's evasive. But I, if I do say so myself, I pulled through. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, you know, sure. being in showbiz, there are a lot of intimate scenes yeah. that you're going to have to do. Mm -hmm. You're getting, you know, close and intimate with a co-star yeah. at some yeah. stages. You know what I mean? So how do you, you know, get over that hurdle? And also, what if you don't want to? What if you're feeling like, hey, I'm not, you know, I'm not comfortable with this particular scene. How do you ladies handle that? So for me, I would say, I look beyond myself. Mm. I'm looking at the end product because where I come from, my country, they're very vocal about feedback. Mm. Gotcha. So nobody's going to be there to say, oh my God, you're uncomfortable. They'll just say she cannot act. Mm. That's how they'll put it. Yeah. So you're thinking, hey, this is me trying to pass a message across, mm. right? Yeah. So I have to take it. It's temporary. Mm. This is not my everyday life. It's yeah. a few minutes of this thing. So I will give it my best shot. Yeah. Mm. Because that's what we are as actors. Yeah. We are feelers. Mm. You feel your environment. You feel the emotion of the person in front of you. So even if I don't like you, that's not Sharon. That's the character. Yeah. Mm. So I'm going to take it for that character. Yeah. Mm. Candace? Oh, so I had my very first intimate scene when I was still in the telenovela that I was on. Mm. Luckily, it was with a co-star who was a very good friend of mine. So mm. if anything, it felt like a dance. Mm. It, it felt like um, someone I could trust. And I think one of the greatest privileges you could have as an artist is being in a space where you feel seen, yes. but also safe with yes, your co-artist. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So him and I had been... Um, and, and what made it even strange is that at the time, my character was 18. Uh -huh. So I'm playing... So mm. I'm, I, first thing is representing the young story 
story well. True. So without throwing away a moment as intimate as that, mm. and um, if anything, making it crass or crude, mm. it had to. I had to keep the innocence of that moment. So yeah. it was beautiful to have someone who entrusted me with that, to have a story, and you know, writers who entrusted me mm. with that story. And then Jaiva happened, <laughs> and then I had an intimate scene with um, the incredible Untate Saint Cecily, yeah. who is a legendary actor. So mm. someone who I respect and revere, and. One thing I'm also very grateful for is that in South Africa, it's, imp- it's imperative that you have an intimacy coach on set. So Got someone you. who's willing oh, wow. to guide you through that and to also choreograph the scene. Mm. A great thing, I was fatigued. It was a 4 a.m. scene after 12 hours of shooting. Oh, so firstly, I was exhausted. Um, but also the beautiful thing about storytelling is ha- um, having the opportunity to play in those moments. Mm. So yeah. Dr. Yeah. Saint was very respectful mm. in that moment. And I think if anything, um, gave me the freedom to emerge myself in that especially because the scene was comical mm. so it was less about the mm. intimacy oh. uh, and less about it being this innately sexy moment mm. yeah. but more about this a sleigh queen for lack of a better term yeah. who's having to pay her dues and oh, it's just yeah, yeah. another <laughs> another box she's ticking like yeah. okay let's go <laughs> wrap it up yeah, wrap yeah. it up and yeah gotcha. I appreciated that moment sure you know uh, uh, Kate I've yeah. realised you know that in in uh, Brother Jack as well as Disconnect mm-hmm. you usually almost are always the funny girl in the room yeah. right yeah. do you think then that comedy almost shields you from having the risque and intimate moments hmm. I think it does uh, let me correct you mm. the chubby funny girl that's yeah, that part oh. right yeah right yeah, yeah but um, I think it does and mm. like um, I like wow. this too I struggle so much with the intimate scene is because it? I come from a very conservative society and I'm a mom to a teenager my son mm. is 15 mm. so I have I struggle with that but like Sharon said it's beyond me as Catherine yeah, yeah. it's me telling the story and mm. I, I, I mean I bring my son on set he knows Good. exactly how such scenes are shot so I'm trying to like you know give them as much information yeah. so they correct people and, oh I saw your mom being kissed on TV like awesome. no this is how they shoot it so yeah. he's the one so, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So the next one, I'm definitely going all out. Per. Yeah. And what yeah. kind of conversation do you think you'll need to have yeah. with your son if you have to go all the way? If I have to go all the way, it's like, we read scripts together. Oh, is we it? We prepare. Yes, oh, we prepare. Brilliant. He's on set. So, yeah, so that's what I'm going to do now. And that's sure. on that. Like, I'm going to get it. Come I'm on, going Candace. All out. Yeah. That's amazing. You know what, Candace? You know what I loved about your character, Uvuisa, on, on, on Jaiva is that she went through a journey of depending on a man first mm-hmm. and then finding her independence. Mm-hmm. Do you find anything you can pull from and, and, and get inspired from when it comes to playing Vuyesa and that journey? Oh, one thing that I really love, not only about Vuyesa, but about the stories on Chive is that for the very first time, um, you see five women mm. as leads hmm. that are autonomous beings. That's true. And not often enough are we firstly seeing black women leading stories, mm-hmm. but also seeing them being the architects of their own narrative. Yeah. Mm. And Vuyesa was a very beautiful, bold representation of that. I think mm. very often, especially in the South African context, we've kind of dirtied the term slay queen. Yeah, so yeah, firstly, yeah. it was taking back the power on what it means to slay Absolutely. and what it means to be a queen. And yes, mm-hmm. the circumstances may have been unfavorable yeah. in terms of what she was going through and mm. what she was experiencing. But the fact that she was able to own her power and own her narrative yeah. and mm-hmm. own that journey was also humanizing a character like that. Mm. And I think that's also the responsibility that we have as artists is to yeah. humanize that experience mm-hmm. uh, so that yes if I am typecast in this particular role mm-hmm. lest we forget I'm a three-dimensional human being gotcha. having mm-hmm. a human experience so Vuiso cries Vuiso has ambitions Vuiso mm-hmm. loves to dance mm-hmm. Vuiso has that tug of war she has her own hero's journey mm-hmm. and how can I best represent that in a way where yes she may have been independent but she is a, a hero in the end of the story yeah. without having to succumb to the the hero or having to have the savior complex mm-hmm. um, with another man got yeah. you yeah, yeah. yeah. Got yeah. you. Do you know something else that Risa sure. also is? She's never listened to by her older man. Then there's that. Then there's that. Yeah, almost sees Vuyisa as a trophy, you know, yeah. outside yeah. of everything else. And I wonder yes. if you relate to that in real life, you know, Ooh. that people will often just look at the beauty before they She's actually dig water. deeper. <laughs> is there some tea in here? <laughs> Do I feel like I experience that in real life? Mm. Mm. 
Um, I think I do, and it normally presents itself in the form of people. And I know I remember Sharon and I were having this conversation where people say, "Oh, you're actually a lot." More nicer in real life, or a lot more intelligent, yeah. or yeah. or there's nuances to your character or your personality that are mm. pleasantly surprising, yeah. as if the casing is an embodiment of what the content is. Mm. And yes, I'm, that's why I said and I, I mentioned, and I'm very self-aware. I know mm. of what I know what yep. I look like, mm. and I've said it before. I mean, I've said on my channel that if you don't know what you're what's packaged, mm-hmm. you know you won't know what you're selling. Yeah. Yeah. And for mm-hmm. me. Um, I like to be the pleasant surprise in the room. So mm, I don't, I'm not at a point anymore where I'm so attached to ego, where those yeah. things are insulting yeah. or Got those you. things are remotely offensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I will keep being a pleasant surprise. Yeah. When I open my mouth, you will hear an intelligent woman. Mm. Um, and t- take a page from my leaf, like mm. take a leaf from Period. the book mm. if you're invested. If you're not, <laughs> nah, it's all on you. Period. Do you <laughs> feel like maybe that sometimes you find yourself maybe overcompensating so mm-hmm. you don't want people to just see that you want to give them more <laughs> I'm intelligent I'm blah, blah, blah. you know what I mean not, look, not anymore I think I probably now in my life I don't feel the pressure mm. as much hence I think it's okay for me to take the role that may seem like it's a little too easy mm. or it's, uh, it's on the nose it's like because I've done the work got you um, yeah. so I don't feel like I'm at a point anymore I need to prove mm. myself mm-hmm. if anything it's just immersing myself in what I love to do and and honoring the gift that God has given me as a storyteller mm. Mm. yeah I like that I really like that you know what Kate you know your career is quite expansive being that you've got to work in Kenya mm-hmm. and also in Nollywood as well and not many actors get to be that crossover yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so what do you think these industries can learn from one another I think we need each other. We need mm. to collaborate yes. for us to get to where we want to get, you know, in the in the global. Yeah. We yeah. need we need to work together. And it was yeah. such a beautiful experience. Mm. Even me just being here with Candice, being with Sharon again. Yeah. We're seeing the possibilities, like what can we become? Yes. We created a, a clip yesterday, yes. the other day with uh, Bimbo and yeah. it's gone virus. Like, I saw that. A million. I saw that, that is the power that we have. Yes. Imagine if we did that. I love, I love, I love your industry. Mm. I love Cindy Lato, I love you. She's my friend. <laughs> 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 and I would love, I would love to have such collaborations. Oh, I, mean, I, I would that. love, love, love. Yeah, we are bigger. Sure. We are stronger together. Yeah, yes. we're stronger yes. together. One hundred percent. Kate, you know, speaking of viral videos, uh, somebody in your position and your level of stardom—it's quite rare to see them be so open on social media. <laughs> and I mean, literally, you share a lot of yourself with the public. Yeah. Why are you so open with your audience? <laughs> because I think I made a promise to God. Mm. Like, I, okay, let me start the story. I got pregnant at nineteen. The stigma that comes with that, yeah. the shame, you know, people gave up on me, disappointment. Mm. And I made a pact with God, like, if he gets me through this, sure. like, I will, I will tell my story. Mm. And oh, I'm yeah. a mentor to very many teen moms, yeah? Mm. And I feel mm. like I owe them, I owe them that, yeah. to save them from that. True. So I made a pact with God to share my story mm. as an inspiration and to let girls know. Like, you know, you can go through these things and still become mm. someone in mm. society. Yes. Mm. So I'm not scared to tell my story. Mm. I'm not scared to tell my I'll tell it over and over and over again. Mm. But I've learned with time, I have my limits as to sharing. Like, you'll never see me. Oh, welcome to my house. Oh, this is me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But now, unless it's something like this mentorship mm. or inspiration, I'm going to tell it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you've gotten over the shame aspect, you know, being a teenage pregnancy, especially mm-hmm. in, in a conservative community? Girl, look at me. Come on. Girl. <laughs> Come on. I, I have. For you. I have because um, it was such a journey. Mm. It was such a journey. And I own that story. Yeah. And I'm so proud of myself. Mm. I'm so proud of the people on my support system. I'm so proud of my son. Mm. I show him off all the time. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. Mm. I'm over it. Yes. Sure. Yeah. You know what, Sharon? I, uh, what I, one thing I've noticed about... Uh, Nollywood, you know, as an industry, is that it's quite obsessed with the get married before 30. <sighs> that narrative, right? And also, who are you dating as well, yeah. right? <laughs> so, you know, how do you handle that stress, that pressure, and also trying to speak out about it as well? 
Carl, first of all, I was saying the other day at dinner, something in my head has snapped. So you see that marriage talk? <laughs> yeah, it's entering here. It's coming out to the other one. <laughs> because I, I would say, yes, there was a point in my life where I was pressured. Mm. I did feel the pressure. But I think as you grow older, you realize that this is a lifetime and you don't mm. want to play with your lifetime. True. That is why the power is in your hands to choose wisely. So... I'm not going to let anybody pressure me into meeting the right person. Mm. He would find me, right? And we would get there. But at the same time, personally, I just don't like sharing. Mm. Because I feel like I share so much of me. That's what you are as an artist with the world. Mm. There has to be some part of you that you hold sacred. Right? Mm. And I repeat, we are feelers. As an actor, once you're emotionally strained it affects your work yeah. i don't know about you and i don't yeah. know about you oh yeah so i protect my emotional life i make sure that it's something that you're not going to have this aspect mm. by god's grace with my husband <laughs> i might share a little bit <laughs> but i don't know how much of him i will share mm. but for now you're not going to know what i'm up to mm. and because mm. it's news and i yeah. i want to be in the news for my craft yeah, yeah. Yes. i want to be in the news for getting this role and killing it i want to be in the news for changing something doing something great being mm. a great amazing strong woman mm. i'm not i don't want to be in the news because of a relationship and so and a man true true mm. which is the yeah. regular mm. yeah. right like like we said we, i know what i am mm. and there's so much more to me than being in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, because I've had someone tweet about me before and say she lacks depth. Oh, hectic. Guess what? Mm. I waited for a few years later when I had worked on myself because I knew that that was the early stages of my career. Mm. And I tweeted back when I knew that I had done the work. Yeah. Mm. Sure. But she didn't know it was for her, but I know she read it. And I said, yeah, depth is digging and digging takes time. Mm. So you're not going to just hit and say, oh, yeah, the whole is no. You would dig sure. to get the depths that you need, mm-hmm. and I knew that I would get there, so I was patient. Mm-hmm. So here I am now, honey, yes. giving you the depths you need <laughs> on a Netflix platform. <laughs> Thank you, honey. <laughs> Thank you, honey. <laughs> no, are you are you a Scorpio? Because that level <laughs> of techies, yes, yes, I'm not to reply to you. <laughs> I'm a very happy Aries but because like I said I'm emotional it got to me because no matter how strong you say you are I don't care what anybody says Mm. you're human Mm. yes you're like I said we're actors we're feelers Mm. so sometimes those things actually strike a chord like am I really that Am I, oh, am I shallow? Mm. What vibe and what energy am I giving mm. up? And I just realized that it was part of the stereotype thing. Yeah, yeah. When they keep seeing you in certain roles, she cannot do more than this now. Mm. And that's where it came from. Mm. Yeah. So now in hindsight, I don't blame her. I mm. understand her. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, I understand where she was coming from, mm. but she can never say that again. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And you know what, what's quite interesting about your career is that, you know, you started off in modeling and you said that acting came as somewhat of a beautiful mistake. Yes. Right? Mm. So do you think, you know, the negative comments somewhat play into your imposter syndrome and reinforces that? And you, you always have to reset yourself that I'm mm. here mm-hmm. on purpose. Yes. I see why I'm here. Mm. I know exactly mm. why I'm here. Mm. In fact, I have, although I didn't know that I, this was going to be my path, when mm. I look back as a child, this was always me. Mm. Mm. I would stand in front of the TV and be mimicking people. Sure. Yeah. I always wanted to wear makeup. Mm-hmm. I would be the child to pick my Christmas dress. I would cry mm. if my dress wasn't pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I knew that this, this showbiz business mm. was for me. But at the same time, I was here for the purpose of telling stories. Mm. So yes, imposter syndrome is real. Sure. Yeah. Because mm. I feel like I literally just came out of... Well, I've come out of it. I'm stronger. Mm. <laughs> I just came out of it because you question yourself a lot as an actor. Yeah. I don't know if you do, do all the time. Yeah. You, oh, question all your, time. Yeah. you question yourself, but you get to a point where you're like, nah. Mm-mm. No more. No, I am that thing. Yeah, yes. you are the yes. girl you think I am, you are. I am yes. the girl I think I yeah. am. Mm. Yeah. There's so, like, and I say this with so much joy, there's so much to me. Yeah. Yes. Mm. And the people who miss out on me is on you. Mm. You're mm. So when imposter syndrome does kick in, Mm -hmm. right, Mm -hmm. who do you call to remind you of who you are? Who's the first phone call? Um, I remember when I transitioned from TV acting to film, Mm. which are two different things. Mm. And I got my first role Mm. as a supporting actor, actress. And I kept 
questioning myself, am I ready? Can I even go this day? Hmm, sure. It's called Nafsi. It's a story on surrogacy, two friends. And I'm the, um, I decided to be the surrogate for my friend. Mm. And my friend is a brilliant actress. Her name is Mumbi Maina. She's on um, Matrix. Mm. And she made me so comfortable. Wow. She sure. kept reassuring me even when I had doubts. Wow. And I bumped the best actress just last last week, amazing. two weeks ago. It was Hello. so amazing. But that is creeps in sometimes. Mm. Yeah. But I, I have to keep remind, reminding myself that I am the God, I think I Come am. On. And I'm here yeah. to stay. Come and on. film, I mean, TV film, I mean, put me, I'm a silver siren queen. Come on! Yes. Yes. Silver screen Kate queen, that's it. It's in the name. It's in the name, darling. Love it. Candice, who's your first phone call? Oh, without being too philosophical, okay. I call on God, Come child. Come on! <laughs> you gotta <laughs> preach? Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate! I know, honestly speaking, because sometimes you never want to um, put too much faith in everyone else. Yeah. Yep. Because it may not always be available to you. Mm. Yes. And one yeah. of the greatest piece of advice that I got from um, one of my lecturers, Charlie Adler, incredible voice actor, mm. um, if anything, the legend of voice acting. And he said, you should always believe that you're standing on solid ground. Mm. Sure. And yeah. that solid ground is my years of experience. So yeah. in moments where I do find myself dwelling in imposter syndrome mm. I look at the years of experience that mm -hmm. have to speak for themselves and then when it gets tough I have my mom yeah. and my two older yeah. sisters yeah. and I, I actually have countless people my friends yeah. uh, but then I also have um, just years of work mm. and a love and like you mentioned passion yeah. and passion always like Faith and love can always fall out for you, mm. yeah. especially if you're willing to commit yourself to that process. Mm. Not easy, but it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, now, Kate, you had mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, that you share a lot, you yeah. know, because this is your gift. You've got to share it, but you're also very selective yeah. about what it is that you are sharing on mm. social media platforms. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. there was an incident that happened where you shared your opinions yeah. on single <laughs> motherhood. Yeah. Explosion <laughs> on social media. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So she's wearing a bulletproof vest today. Was that an uh, a confusing experience for you at the very least? It was because I was very new on Twitter. Mm. And hey, single motherhood. I was a single mom for the longest time and that's mm. what I was known as. Right? Wow. And a champion for the rights of teen moms. And I was trying to like educate young girls because there's this narrative like um, being a single mom it's a let me say teen mom mm. is cute you know they see kylie jenner and her baby and yes. she's all she's a billionaire yes. period Hello. right yeah. and i was trying to communicate that you might not you're not as privileged as kylie jenner yes. is being a teen mom is ghettos it messes with your self-esteem it messes with you you're not wow. ready for that so i was trying to say let's try and not glamorize it mm. but of course I think my language was awful oh my phone <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, yo, yo they came from Kenya, Kenya, Kenya on Twitter yeah. Kenya's on Twitter is one of the harshest really? harshest ever mm. but then when they love you oh they'll support you but I got it I got it and I learned so now I watch my language I reread proofread yeah. <laughs> can I tweet okay everyone must read it first oh, yeah. that's brilliant yeah sheesh yeah. Yeah. yeah but the message got home yeah. yeah, that's what's important. Yeah. Yes. yes, depends who you are. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, ed you educated me as well just now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, are there any roles where you were offered and you looked at them, you auditioned, you're like, mm, this role? I need to speak to my family. Yeah. Actually, I might not even take it because of my family. Yeah. Mm. Was there, are you shaking your head? Yes. yes. <laughs> there was one, actually. Um, what show is this on Netflix? Um, my friend ended up getting the role. It had a bit of intimate scenes. Mm. And they were very, after I watched the scene I was like it was never for me really? I couldn't have done it <laughs> I couldn't have done it because of what I explained earlier yeah because there's these standards that I don't know yeah. it's just like but I'm willing to break to break away now yeah, yeah. Mm. now if you give it to me like I'm gonna play it hey. yes but I, I had to like I was praying that I don't get the role 
Yeah. <laughs> let me make this audition as yeah. bad as possible. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, I performed, but I was just like, please, I don't think I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Candace? Look, at the time, there was uh, a role. And initially, how she was written, I already knew that it would be very stereotypical of me to take a role like gotcha. that. Mm-hmm. So already, the initial scene is she gets out of bed. She's having conversation with her fiancé. Mm-hmm. And she's in the mirror, but she's in lingerie. And for me, nudity needs to be earned or intentional. 100%. Ooh, and, Whoa, I like that. And I've just felt like that's the first introduction for the character. Mm, I already yeah. knew how they were trying to set me up. Got so, you. And at the time, I think it was around 25, very Ooh. early stages of my career. Mm-hmm. And... I was still on youth TV, which made it even worse. So I I was very responsible for representing young people well, Mm -hmm. but also not over-sexualizing myself. So I was able to step away from Mm -hmm. that. Now I probably would take that role, Mm -hmm. but it it just felt like... Why? Yeah. Why does she need to do that? And mm. I was like, look, it's it's inevitable that mm-hmm. there are going to be countless scenes where she's just walking past and we're zooming into <laughs> parts yeah. of her body that are unjustified, like other soapies that are on the TV screens that shall not be named. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to get into, because you've mentioned, you know, your experience, what is that we've been chatting about. Mm. And do you feel that as ladies, there might still be a double standard where... For the guys, for men, it's like take your t-shirt off and you can do a scene. It's like yes, one hundred percent. All the eyes rolling. Because, yeah, yeah, because it's different for women. One hundred percent. But as a woman, you're not going to walk into a room, even if it's sixty people in the crew. Yeah. You're not going to walk in. Mind my friend, your titties hanging. Everybody's not going to. They'll be like, woo. Yeah. 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 Right. Mm. But whereas a man will walk in and some girls just be like, okay, yeah, you know. Yeah. And at the same time, you're trying to. It's for a role. Yeah. But you're like, how am I supposed to? strike this balance without mm. feeling uncomfortable yeah. mm. if the crew is feeling uncomfortable then what is the crowd gonna do yeah. when they watch yeah. it yeah. so like yeah. she said it has to be extremely intentional yeah. for me I have to me and the director would have conversations mm-hmm. director is it necessary that this is shot like this mm. or if not like for Olostre for instance they got me a body double because it was very important that the girls were naked in the coffin gotcha so for the, I said I would do everything else the rape the everything but you see that nudity mm. I that stack nudity mm-hmm. I can't do it. and plus where I come from in Nigeria we our standards we are culturally it's just still very much unacceptable mm. yeah. Yeah. except you're trying to genuinely say start using me for porn literally yeah. mm. that's yes. what would happen yeah. that's it mm-hmm. yeah. because it wouldn't do good for wow. you it wouldn't do any good for my career if I did that mm. yeah. 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 It, would, sure. it would be a backlash in my country it means losing endorsements even really wow. because Ooh. I am a family brand so they'd be like, take exactly. her off, happy, take her off, everything. Yeah, you know? sure. Yeah, so it's, it's still very conservative. Yeah. So do you think you have control of your career in some sort, in terms of where you can go? Or do you think you're not in control in some level, in some way? I am trying to get there. Mm. And the only way is I gotta make money, sweetie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to rely on this, you know, corporates and stuff like that to start doing my own thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get there. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Hectic. Oh, no, yeah. you know. <laughs> it, 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 it kind of pains me because yeah. I understand the, the, the constant balance and, and balancing act that you guys have to do, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I also don't want to get into it being a pretty privileged pity party, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> but I do want to know, you know, do you experience pretty privilege, you know, being that you are a beautiful, beautiful woman? And is there a dark side to that pretty privilege that you also have? <laughs> Sharon, I'm going to let you. <laughs> we, we've had this Let's conversation at great books. lengths over the past yeah, couple of days. My love, you know, yes. you're my twin. I will yes. let you take this one. <laughs> <laughs> take it for the team. Look, look, if, if, uh, if I may segue into the, the, the other end, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I have experienced pretty privilege. Yeah. I'm aware of the pretty privilege. Yeah. Hence, yeah. I've been intentional in the roles that I take mm. from the onset of my career mm-hmm. that, again, the skill set. Yeah. Can Candace act? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. As to whether she's slim thick or whatever it is, mm-hmm. for me that was highly irrelevant. Mm. But I also recognize as a producer and a director the responsibility that I have to position women in a way where they are as multifaceted, as truthful, and as authentic as possible. Mm. So how am I casting? How am I thinking? How am I writing? How am I um for example, I, I think we're very 
I think we like to hide behind this concept of being a conservative country. Mm. Yeah. But I think as producers, we still have a lot of internal biases, biases yeah. that mm-hmm. we don't like to address. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we will yes. more likely yeah. cast the person that is the cookie cutter, clean, conventional version of beautiful. Yeah. And colorism. then like you, yeah. so we have oh, our yes. colorism. Yeah. We are also there is a lot of fat phobia in our mm. industry. Yeah. And then it's like what you mentioned, yeah. when you are size thirty six plus, yeah. I don't think the the chubby woman owes you comedy. Yeah. Mm. Do you and, know what I mean? And, and when we do teeter on something remotely controversial, yeah. we're not creating three dimensional characters mm. and yeah. we're sprinkling them on ca- on stories like parsley. Yeah. Mm. And I don't think that's fair. So mm. I think from that stance, mm. I'm mindful of the pretty privilege that I've experienced, mm-hmm. yeah. but also on the other end, how I can become a lot more responsible. Creating, and I think also, if I may also mention, where are the trans characters? Mm. There aren't enough trans women. There isn't enough trans representation. Mm. There isn't enough representation of women with albinism in our stories. Mm -hmm. I think we're also ableist in our storytelling because where are the people that that are differently abled in our stories and why are they not leading these stories? Mm -hmm. I had a conversation with a friend not too long ago and I was like, Tommy, when last did you see someone in a wheelchair in a story? When last Mm. did you see someone who is impaired with their their hearing or their sight? We don't see enough of that. Mm -hmm. And we don't see enough of that not only in stories telling as a whole in the woman in the yeah, leads yeah. Yeah. and I think mm. there's very different ways you can approach it I try to find the easiest way to run away from your pretty privileged story and there it is I can relate with her yeah. because yeah. I, like, if I go back to what she's saying you, we realize that TV is a sensitization tool mm. majority of the things we watched when we we're growing up literally it's etched tough. the kind Absolutely. of people that we are today yeah. Yeah. Mm. so if we're trying to change the narrative we have to change it with the way we're thinking mm. right yes. I'm not going to take away the fact that I'm a beautiful woman and mm. I'm not going to dumb myself down because you think it will mm. work ag- it will not work against me <gasps> what I will do is show you that I am more than that yeah, yeah. Mm. right and everybody is beautiful yeah. in their own way mm. so yes I have experienced pretty privilege a lot of times mm-hmm. but at the same time it has worked against me because it's like eh, hey, because she looks like this mm. so what do you want me to do what do you want me to do yeah. 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 what do you want me to do on yeah. putting myself for you yeah. Yeah. you know so yeah and I don't, I don't know whether this this question ties up with colorism as well yes. or yes. 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 yeah because in my country like we've had us darker skin girls have mm. had to really fight for lead roles sure mm. because when they're casting they're like oh the story what's the story oh, a beautiful woman and immediately for the director is light skin Mm. You know, slim and everything. We've had to fight so hard Mm. to get these lead roles. And I had to write for a lead role myself. Mm. You know, but we're getting there. I'm seeing a change. There's been a positive change towards that. Mm. And you know what I will also say in terms of how women are represented in stories when we are eventually the leads. Um, and I was so blessed to listen to a panel yesterday where they were speaking about the lack of representation in terms of women in particular industries, mm-hmm. like your STEM subjects, your science, your technology, your yes. engineering and your yes. maths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they're leads, they're leads, but they are also fashion designers. And yes. Also, it's very the stereotypical basic. in yeah. terms of yes. what women are exactly. capable yes. of doing True. in the industries as the character. Mm-hmm. And that, like, I remember growing up on uh, the soapy diet. So everyone knows if you watch a particular soapy, you kind of aspire to be that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm watching you and you're, you're this multi-millionaire mm-hmm. um, lawyer. Yeah. I look up to you. Exactly. Yes, you're a fictional yeah. character. Yeah. But I'm also seeing the capacity mm-hmm. and the, the capabilities mm-hmm. of what yeah. women are able to do. Yeah. So we keep stunting young women's imaginations mm-hmm. because yeah. we we are saying that women can only be this because this is what storytelling is showcasing. Mm. Not only in the real world, but also through our stories. Mm. Yeah. And I think we need to be a lot more daring and audacious in how we mm-hmm. are saying lead women can also be mm. scientists. Yeah. 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 The story can be around, I'm a, rom- I'm a romantic interest, mm. but I'm also an engineer. Mm. Yeah. I had a conversation talking about how you can create passion without physical touch yeah Mm -hmm. Mm. yes there's so much as an actor you can do to create anticipation for I'm watching Bridgerton season 3 to um, season 2 at the Mm. moment and I'm anticipating okay can they get there Mm -hmm. nobody has touched guess what nobody has touched anyone but I like that because that Mm. is the real intimacy Mm. guess what the whole sexualization thing is the end bit Mm. of what intimacy represents Mm. and that's why I would take myself a little bit back to what you talked about um, what I wouldn't take as an actor because there are a lot of young girls that are looking up to me and I Mm. want them to understand that you're beautiful Mm. you're sexy Mm -hmm. but that doesn't even scratch 
um, scratch the surface yeah. of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So in my roles, because I'm being intentional about what I'm trying to teach these girls, mm. for now, I can't do that. A time will get there when I'm like, okay, mm. you know, but for now, since they are watching glued, mm. yeah. let me just be the foundation sure. for them. Mm. This is yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, you know, safety net for now. Yeah. Mm. For here, you're safe. Yeah. This is how we'll be doing it. I will do it together. Yeah. 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 I mean, mm. being on a show like Mother-in-Law, yeah. eighth season, in a lead role, yeah. as a dark-skinned woman, mm-hmm. what kind yeah. of impact did that, did that have? Did you get any sort of proof or evidence of that impact in young girls who look like you? I think that's why my role, like, I blew out. Mm. That, I think that was the reason. Because for the longest time, it was always the, sorry, the, yeah. <laughs> the no, light is you know they always go like but we also suffer people yeah, yeah, think yeah, we're yeah, blonde yeah. but it's not <laughs> um, and I think and I think that's why I, Selena was so big because for the mm. first time the girls were saying oh I'm dark skin yeah. I'm Kavi and she's doing well and she's mm. here uh, it was me and my friend Mumbi Maina who I saw and I was like you know what if she can do it I can do it oh, yeah. wow. so we have been we're like I don't know what to say guinea pigs or what to say <laughs> yeah. we're like you can do it mm. yeah we're telling the story differently so I think that's why I blew up it was mm. an opportunity and I remember the conversation was um she's so cute for a dark skinned girl wow oh, like I these are our that. people yeah. saying that oh yeah. I can't mention right it was on set Oh, on mm. set. Like she's, she's cute, like for a dark skin girl. Oh, hell no. It's crazy. It's crazy. Sure. Yeah. Now, one thing that we have all got in common, really, is rejection. Huh. Candace oh. touched on it a little bit earlier. Yeah. <laughs> a year ago, Andy and I were down at the river, <laughs> singing our praises, <laughs> trying to get over things. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I can imagine that rejection must be a little bit different. Yeah. You know, Kate, you have yeah. got a wealth of experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there were times that you've been rejected that you still would get rejected. Yeah. How do you deal with that? And... <laughs> How is it something that you really try and overcome? I was rejected two weeks ago before I came here for, oh, a, really? role, for a role. I really, really wanted oh that role. Gosh. But you know what? It was on a different network. So I'm glad I'm here. I'm on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> so you've leveled up. Snail us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've leveled up. Um, I think when you sign up, that's what you sign up for in this yeah. industry. Mm. And you have to be ready. I take every audition as an experience. Yeah. Like, that's yes. how I grow. That's a nice perspective. That rejection is like mm. redirection, what you yeah. say. Like, yes. it's, it's growth for me. Mm. So I'm like, it wasn't meant for me. Mm. Mine is coming. My role will choose me. And I'm sure. good with that. But of course, it has come with experience. Yeah. Starting out, I was like, oh my God, am I not pretty enough? Am I not strong enough? Mm. Girl. You know? But now I'm like, I got mm. this. It's okay. It wasn't mine. Oh my God. I'm, I'm bigger than that. It's amazing yeah. how we're thinking <laughs> The same yeah. I love this. In that rejection thing, I'm yeah. not, I don't even think I want to share that story. <laughs> because everybody sounds so strong about the rejection. Yeah. I, I don't no, think I was that strong. No, we need to hear the story. No, I think I was rejected so many times. There was this one rejection I got two years ago. I cried. I was crying in front of them. I was like, okay, why, why not me? Sure. Why? Because yeah. now I've gone for this audition. They said, okay, you're going to get it. The next thing, they don't call me back after a week. Uh, then they call me back and say, okay, now we're going to give this amount of money because the director says you're light-skinned. I say, ah, what? what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Then shortly after, they call, my friend calls me, oh my God, I've been cast for this role. Oh. And this is supposed to be one of my best friends. So I'm sitting now, I have to celebrate her because oh. this is something I wanted as oh. well. So you sit down and you're like, this is my friend. Mm. I have to celebrate her because we want to grow together. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, what kind of rejection is that? Yeah. You didn't even call to tell me, oh, we do not want you. Sure. Mm. It is it's the worst type of silent rejection. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I, I oh, just yeah. didn't get it. I couldn't wrap my head around this and I couldn't say I didn't want the film to do well mm. because my best friend was in it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it was a tough place it to be tough. in. That's yeah. insane. Sorry. Girl. Girl. That's why you guys are like, oh, I just keep <laughs> it. I said, eh, you kept all moving. I, I cried. <laughs> see, let me tell you, I cried so much that yeah. my mom was like, see, maybe you should just, I said, quit words. I will stay, but I will cry this cry. <laughs> Three days later, I wake up yeah. in the morning, I'm like, Lord, yeah. it's me again. Yeah. <laughs> so you mean this film has just passed? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's gone? Yeah. And guess what? It turned out one of the best Netflix originals I've watched. Yeah. 
Wow. So I'm like, thank God my friend was in oh, it. Yeah, it was yeah. a win for the team. Yes. Because mm. not trying to sound rude, if it was another person, I would have been hitting on the field. <laughs> but my best girl was in it. Mm. So, so I'm like, yo, girl, it's a lovely film. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, I wow. cried. Jesus. I yeah. cried. And that's a very real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you actually opened up about that. Yeah. Yeah. I cried. <laughs> I won't like no, your tears are li- you, literally, your eyes are yeah. glossing up right yeah. now. We can actually oh, see it. I'm like, makeup. Yeah. But you know what hurts me, no? What hurts me is the fact that you got the ugliness, you know, and and there was no tenderness in terms of, hey, Mm -hmm. we've decided to go a different direction. At least the tenderness. Right? Do Do you think you get, because you are pretty girls Mm -hmm. and people think, ah, ah, you get the ugliness of the industry and people use you as just the the dots. You're a dart ball, basically. Dart board. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You walk into your mind and feel that energy, don't you? No, no. In the South African industry, I don't think it's necessarily because you're pretty, Mm. but they're literally not going to let you know. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, lucky you. No, they're not. So you will audition mm-hmm. you can go through callbacks yeah. love mm-hmm. and light you'll see it on yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised oh, I'm surprised no love and light exactly no oh, wow, it's love and light like you just see the series you're like wait who got the, who it got can the be match? an ad Jeepers. and literally the next day you'll see it on screen so it's not even about the feedback when you walk in you feel the energy yeah. it's mm. like she said mm. because she's fine yeah that's it. When you know I'm here because I in my in, in broken English I sabi act. I yeah. can act. Yeah. And that's why I'm here. And I know because that imposter thing makes you feel like you can't, yeah. but you know you can know. Yeah. So when you're already struggling, is it because I'm fine they're not giving me this? Or is it because yeah. so that to be honest, I don't care about the feedback mm. yeah. these days. Yeah. I'm like, that's your business. <laughs> you yeah. say I'll be in your face. Yeah. And guess yeah. what? I'm in your face on yeah. FX. <laughs> Has there ever been a point where you wished you weren't pretty? Because when you're not conventionally pretty <laughs> never then you get the the deeper stories the, can I the give you my answer lines. yes no <laughs> <laughs> we stay pretty all day you're like <laughs> you yeah. here please I can say I have I genuinely no, really? have really? yeah and it's not even to trivialize or to say oh no it, it has nothing to do with that mm. but mm. I remember not really understanding the body that I was in yeah, primarily yeah. because I'm very small. Yes. I'm a very small person. Mm. And at the time, you know, auditioning for roles where um, obviously on a brief, you'll get 18 to 25. Yeah. Mm. Now, you guys know 24-year-olds look like right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yo, like, yo. Yeah. And at the time, I'm Bro. like 21 and I'm auditioning yeah. looking like a 14-year-old. <laughs> oh, so it, yeah. it was inevitable at that moment, especially because there was this obsession with um, being racially ambiguous yeah. as well. So here are all these women walking into the space, 24, looking like this hourglass model. Mm. Yeah. And here's dainty little me who really can act. And I promise you guys, I can prove it <laughs> to you. Just look past the fact that I look like a yeah. child. If you yes. just put me in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Put me in the room. Mm. And I was in the room and I wasn't booking the work. And that's when I really had to have the solid conversation with myself about understanding the gift mm. and understanding the timing yes. as well yeah, and sure. accepting it for what it, it was. Yeah. Difficult, but yeah, it was a difficult chat with myself about also just the physical appearance and mm. it not being okay. um, the primary aspect mm. of my yeah. work. Mm. And also, I, I just want to, before I close, mm-hmm. right, there's always the but aspect when it comes to your talent. Mm-hmm. There's a talented but, mm-hmm. pretty okay. but. Oh. What is the one but you just like, if I could face you right now, <laughs> yeah. no cameras, no evidence, <laughs> and you say that to me, yeah. it's a brawl. It's that depth thing. Mm. Why do I just think, oh, she looks pretty? But that's where I'm an actor. I'm a mm. canvas. Yeah. Paint yes. on me, darling. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You see a canvas, that's why I am playing. Mm. Yeah. What do you want to paint on me? Yeah. Mm. You are my director. You are the script writer. Mm. That is why I will give you anything. Mm. So don't mm. limit me with your mind. But yeah. she's fair. But she's slim. Yeah. But mm. she... Can she speak um, pidgin English? Yeah. Mm. She can't act a local role. We mm. can't dumb her down. How do you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. told you that I'm not willing to cut my hair? Yeah. Mm. Who told you? Yeah. There's these questions you haven't asked, right? So mm, for me, absolutely. when you haven't asked, you're not allowed to to just limit me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's it from that butt. Like mm. you can see it in my face when you're doing as mm. nice as I am, you would genuinely see it in my face. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, it's a depth thing for me too. Yeah. And I think yeah. I I I overcame it. Mm. When I got my role, now see the one I just talked about. Yeah. And I went all out. It mm. took a toll on me. And I was like, oh, there's depth. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I want to come in here because I'm wondering, you know, you're talking a lot about depth and stuff. And 
I don't hear it happening to a lot of guys, a lot of men. Like, there's no one who's sitting there and they're like, yeah, you're hot, but... Hey, you like deep. Yeah. You know what Nobody I mean? Like it always that. happens mm. to the ladies. And it's like, why must women be deep? Why must you have this other layer to you? Mm. Oh I, my God. I think also because men also aren't written as emotional characters. So they don't always need the depth. Because they don't always have to showcase the that depth. Part, yeah. Whereas women are emotionally charged. Oh, mm. she's going to cry here. Mm. She's going to break down in this moment. Yeah. So the expectations aren't always as high. Mm. But maybe I'm being a little bit unfair and a little bit biased. Mm-hmm. But I think that might be one of the yeah. reasons. Mm. Yeah, it is. But I, I, I agree with you. But I, I, I would say that that's a problem mm-hmm. because yeah. men there's nothing wrong with a man showing emotions absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, be, I believe the real men show mm. their emotions yeah. Yeah. true right so that's why I don't have an issue when a man has an outburst because mm. yeah. society and culture I don't know about you guys has trained men to be strong yeah, yeah, yeah. be yeah. There is nothing. And that's seeing the impact of that. Yes, recently. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? We should allow men to cry. Men and should, we should yeah, tell absolutely. stories where we show so that. It affects us. Mm. That's why the women are the ones, they're saying, oh, she needs to do more. She needs. No. But do you know as an actor what someone is facing when they get on set? There's a, that's another aspect when you go on mm. what if you're going through heartbreak mm. yeah sure there was a movie I acted <laughs> it's called Still Folly I was supposed to cry because someone died oh I cried from my heart yeah <laughs> I was really <laughs> I was in the I was in the mood yeah. because I was going through yeah. it sure. and they said cut I was still crying after <laughs> wait <laughs> let me tell you in South Africa it's called umgowo so say umgowo umgowo that's what I wasn't going <laughs> <laughs> so after this short interlude, we are going to see firsthand a little of our guests acting magic through a fun little game of improv. Are you ladies ready? No. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> and you might even get Swelly up to be uh, Wait, a part of the cast. You do not want to miss it. Okay. Stick around. <laughs> so, um, the government officials took everything. Uh, please lock the cards. I literally have nothing except my clothes and this bag, but. Come here. No, please. Come here. No, don't, don't feel sorry for me now, please. This is exactly what I get for making dumb decisions, and you know you were right. This is karma. Kama, come on. What do you know about Kama? Dalela lavu. Mina now is buyagut. So, I'm chilling in Kama. So this isn't the moment where you say, "Vuvu, told you so." Nope. This is not the part where I go, "Vuvu, I told you so." When I was one come flop one. Huh? So what are you gonna do now? So our game today is all about our guests showing just how badass they are when it comes to this thespian thing, right? And if you think that women can only do a few types of roles, well, prepare to have your face ripped off, okay? Because we're about to give you a scene and a half in this game of improv that we're about to play. <laughs> when I say we, I mean you for. Okay. So the rules of the game are very simple. I'm going to give each of you a, a character, right? And then I'm going to give you a scene. And all you need to do is just complete the scene from where I, from where I give it to you, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. But to make Fresh it fun and interesting, <sighs> at any point, I'm going to yell out a genre to change into, right? <laughs> so whatever line you stopped at, you must repeat that line in that new genre and then carry on the scene. Oh, wow. Let me lay out Fresh the scene shot. for you. It's very simple. Sharon, you are the supervillain. Right? And you have kidnapped Zueli, who's our damsel in distress. He has no lines, but let me tell you right now those facial expressions. (laughs) Distress. Okay? Distress. Kate, you are the super spy agent. You see, we kitted you out already. Super spy (laughs) agent. And you are sent to bring Zueli home. Candace, you are Kate's nerd psychic, who's clearly out of their depth. And we've been talking about depth this whole time. you got to spend a day in the field because there's budget cuts, okay? okay. So you're the sidekick to Kate. Okay. All right. Oh you're trying God. to save Zueli. Right. Your opening genre is comedy. So it's a funny scene. Okay. Okay. 
Sharon, I'm going to start with you. You're going to start off the scene. And action! <laughs> Katie! Katie Kates. Mm. How did you manage to get past my top-of-the-art security? <laughs> my grandmother is a Sangoma. <laughs> What's that? What's this thing? It's Sang- Sangoma. Do you know who you're talking to? Who is? Just... <laughs> <laughs> Candace is in it. She's a nerd. Yes. I got your list. Be swell. Let's change to horror. It's a horror movie now. Let's go. Katie, how did you move past my top security? Look behind you. What is that? It's a dagger. I'm done with candy. Candy is dead. I quit. I am dead. Can I quit? Let's do romance. Who's my lover? Katie? Um, you know that. I really do love you, and but I'm just worried about how, and I'm not trying to offend you, I'm just worried about how you were able to move past all that security to get here. Mm-hmm. I don't know, how are you able to break this? I don't know. I just feel hurt that you were able to move past all that security and come in here. Baby, I'll move the ocean for you. <gasps> Stop. Mm. Oh, I'm still here, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um. Stop! <laughs> is this what I think, think is, is happening? How could Swelly, you? is it you? <laughs> Candice, I'm, I'm trying to hold myself from crying. Can you please just not do this right now? Let's do action. Okay. <laughs> you see this gun? Yes. If you move two steps in my Nigerian accent, <laughs> you go hit your face. If you open your mouth if one you, more if time. If you say something <laughs> one more time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am not psychic. That can also take this. <laughs> and cut. Stand with you. <laughs> the psychic is dead. She's dead. She's dead anymore. <laughs> to wake up no more. I was a damsel in distress, but I'm like, I'm laughing. I'm like, I can't be stressed. I like it, man. We like it too. <laughs> come on, Cat. Come on. Okay. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Spirit. Come on. Back to bed. Oh, that's brilliant. That's Y'all are crazy. Oh, man, guys, thank you so much. Oh, thank thank you. you. You are absolutely incredible guests. We've loved having you on Never Late African Time. Oh, yes. Our lovely guests, Candice Murisele, Catherine Gamao, and Sharon Oja. It's been such a wonderful experience, guys, having you on the podcast today. And we hope that you watching and everyone else is richer from this experience. Oh. Send through your thoughts on how you feel about the typecast effect and check out all of the lovely films, series, stories that are told by our lovely friends here on Netflix. It is our time to shine because Africans are never late. Oh, no, yeah. No, 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 no. We are never late. Never. We are always on time. Come Period. on. What time, Andy? African time. That's the Period. Now streaming on all podcast platforms.